This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Welcome to another edition of Isle La Rouge for the Liverpool Echo. I'm joined by author and journalist Simon Hughes, Steph Jones, um, season ticket holder Anfield and also occasional contributor to The Observer, and Accrington Stanley's manager John Coleman, otherwise known by Accrington fans as God. Uh, (laughs) How do you you react to that, John? JC is the great... JC, obviously. Um, No, it's it's, it's been a play on words, I think, for a while, but uh, it's a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Well, what a difference a match makes. I mean, after Sunday's disappointing stay against United, we were back to our very best against Watford this week, and um, the quality of Trent's crosses was unbelievable against Watford. You know, we set up three goals. Yeah, I don't want to analyse the United game too much, but do you think it'd been a different game last Sunday if uh, either played against United, Simon? What do you reckon? I mean, I don't know. Um... I mean, first of all, I think he was it's probably one of his best performances for Liverpool, really, yesterday. I can't think of many games where he's played as well as that. It wasn't just his cross, it was everything. You know, he's right into all the tackles, you know, getting forward. I think what, what you saw, and you could sort of feel that in the in the Bournemouth game when he actually came on. I know Liverpool were winning in that game but when he came on, but it just allows him to push much further up the pitch with a bit more conviction and allow other players to sort of come up because he knows that he's going to be able to get back. Whereas, obviously, when Milner's playing there, it's not that he's, he's he's obviously not a slow player, but Trent's just got a bit more energy going up and down. And I know people have got a few question marks about his some of his defensive sort of attributes, but he's still learning the game, isn't he, as well? He's, he's, still, yeah. he's still 20 <clears throat> years old. But yeah. to get three assists in a... In a game from right back, like yeah. it's never happened before, has it? So, but to answer your question, I mean, I, I think the United game. I don't know. I mean, Liverpool got themselves into so, so many good positions, crossing positions at the weekend. At the weekend well, middle, didn't, yeah. but um, but then the box wasn't always filled yeah, to the yeah, way it yeah. was. Yeah. It, the way it was uh, last night. So, you may have been putting good crosses into the box with nobody there. I don't know, but yeah, he was he was brilliant last night. It was. He played to me like he was sort of trying to prove a bit of a point as well. You know, the he wouldn't have liked not playing against Man United. He would have wanted to play in that game yeah. absolutely, and like quite a lot of the players, to be honest, he, he was he was just absolutely right at it from from the first minute. Steph, you know, Liverpool performance last night was you know unbelievable, wasn't it? it was you know uh, back the fluidity was back. Everyone was saying what a, what a great shot in the arm, but. I mean, how, how, how did you view the performance last night? Was it like, it was totally different tactics, wasn't it, to Old Trafford, wasn't it? Yeah, totally. And I think putting Mane where he was, like central and Salah on the wing, um, obviously was... He's boy. never played central before, has he, Philip? No. Mane, yeah? No, not, well, not as far as I can remember, no. So I think doing that um, was obviously taken into account maybe what had happened on Sunday, but also how we were going to, um, you know, against, like, um, facing Watford. But I think last night everything seemed to go right and we were just playing. It was from the... Everything was fluid. It was that kind of fizzy, you know, kind of... It was really fast, but really controlled. Um, which is obviously, from a fan's perspective, what you want to see. But then... It was really quality as well, 
you mm. know, from for every player. I can't think of any. I can't think of any bad. I can barely think of a bad pass last night, to be mm. honest. Yeah, John, was it like? Were you nervous before the game? Or, you know, I know. Yeah, you know, I know you're nervous before yeah. Accrington games, but yeah. were you nervous before that game? I was apprehensive after the, the display on on Saturday. I think a couple of interesting points really. I mean. I agree with Sam. I don't think there's many people in the box for the crosses for the Man United game. Yeah. Um, I also agree. I think that's the best performance by Trent in a Liverpool shirt. Yeah. Um, I think he's done a very, very lot of good things in a short space of time. Yeah. Um, for a young lad, um, the probably expectations are a little bit too high for him at the moment. Mm. For me, anyway. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. think he's as good defensively as what he should be, and I think that's something. And do you think Klopp was thinking that that he would continue to work on? Do you think Klopp was thinking that on Sunday against Man United because obviously Rashford scored, you know, a couple yeah. of goals against us last season, and yeah. Mourinho seemed to target Trent, didn't he? I think he did, but I think you know, I think you know, I love James Milner. I'm no, no secret of the fact I'm a massive admirer of James Milner, yeah. but. One thing he, he has struggled against his pace when he's played fullback, and that's yeah, yeah. that's something that I, I possibly think he just wasn't quite right. Trent, um, but it, uh, you know, to to create, I mean, three assists, it doesn't happen from a fullback. No, but then again, I can't. I'm I'm from the old school. You know, I don't think assists are currency. You know, goals <laughs> are currency, not assists. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, yeah. I I never came home from from playing for me. When I was playing football, and say to me, Dad, I got two assists today. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a laugh. He wasn't me. in the vocab. He would have laughed me out the, out the house. But I, I just think, I think last night we got a similar start to what we did against Leicester. Yeah. The difference is we backed it up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I told you that technical term before. We were last Tasmanian Devils. Yeah. We yeah. weren't against Leicester. Is that we a managerial term? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether <laughs> it's a, it might be a managerial term now, but I hope it is. Yeah. But we've got to play like that, you know. Yeah. That's the way we play. When we when we play like that against anybody, we're unbelievable. Yeah. We're unbeatable. Yeah. We you can't offend us. And we got the platform and we did start well against Leicester, don't forget. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could have scored two or three in the first fifteen minutes and then for some reason we backed off. Mm. We tried to see it out. Now I don't know whether that's a directive or that was the players that took it on themselves, but Liverpool have got two ways of playing. When they play with high intensity, going forwards, when they take chances, when they Prepared to lose the ball because they know they're going to get it back in a heartbeat. They, they have lots more attacks than what they, they mm. normally should do, given the time of the game. You know, last night we yeah. must have had 15 attacks in the first half. Yeah. Now, if you play tippy tappy football on the back end, I don't think our, I don't think Liverpool fans have been brought up wanting to watch the two centre halves pass the ball to each other when they're on up. And unfortunately, that's what that's what happened against West Ham. That's what happened against Leicester. That's what happened. When it was nil-nil against Manchester United, yeah, yeah. So I think they needed a shift in emphasis. Yeah, and we yeah. got it last night. Yeah. Now, can we keep it up to the end of the season? And yeah. We keep that that level of performance. For me, it's the intensity. We yeah. keep that level of intensity up between now and the end of the season. We'll win the league. Mm. Mm. Right. But do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think on Sundays going going back to Man United? Do you think it surprised everyone that Man United basically parked the bus? At Old Trafford because I've never seen that before. All the times going to Old yeah. Trafford watching Liverpool, they've never done that. Even even when we were dominant in the seventies and eighties, they always attacked. And I think you know, Tony as, as a manager, I think tactically, I think Klopp was a bit surprised by that as well. I think he possibly was, but he shouldn't have been because if he'd have seen the way they played against Chelsea, they give Chelsea respect, and then they they were determined to count. And I think they were determined to count on Liverpool, um, and Liverpool probably didn't want to fall into that trap because don't forget 
we could have, we could have. I mean, you've got to give some credit to come away from Old Trafford with a point. We could have opened up, got picked off, and everyone said, "Oh, what did he do that for?" It's all done them. You know, now if we rewind back to when we lost the league against Chelsea, it still sticks in my thought that we didn't just say, "Okay, you want to waste time? We'll have a nil-nil." Yeah, yeah. We're still in the, in the box seat. Yeah. We didn't. We wanted to play like everyone wanted us we're to naive. play. Naive. Well, possibly a yeah, bit yeah. naive, but we were on yeah. the crest of a wave. We were playing out of our skin. So mm. you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Sometimes you don't. That that could be the point that wins the league. Mm. Yeah, Simon. I mean, yeah. I I thought the game on Sunday, like I agree. I thought I thought Liverpool actually did start quite well. First 15, 20 minutes. I yeah. thought you know that they're on top here. I don't know whether that was a consequence of United thinking we're going to sit back, or whether Liverpool were asserting themselves and just just couldn't get that that key pass or that goal. And then obviously, as the game transpires, the injuries do take effect, and United's. I think at that point it did seem like they thought, right, we're really going to try and just dig in and, mm. and, 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 and try and get a draw, really. Um, so that's where you... Do so you think Klopp had a point that, talking about the main injuries well, uh, yeah, I mean, disrupting it, the flow of the game? John, yeah. John will know more than me about this, but I suppose when you can plan for one game and then as the game maps out, things it, change and you don't yeah. expect three injuries in the first half. So United had to... Mm. To change, you know, quite a lot about the way they were going to play. They couldn't just say, "Right, we're going to play the same game," because they mm. had different players. Yeah. I, I suppose. I just but think when, when you get to that situation when you've had made three subs after half an hour, I think then has that ever happened to you? Have you ever have, have you ever had to uh, to do that? I don't think I've made three subs in in the first half. No, I don't yeah. think that's happened to me. But when when you you encounter the situation, I think the tendency is to turn up your intensity. Because you know that the other team can't afford to up their intensity because they can't afford to get another injury. Mm. So, so it's always in the back of the mind that they can't push themselves. Nobody would carry a couple of injuries anyway in the game. So I, I think possibly we missed the trick and I'm not blaming the management here. I think maybe as a team, we didn't sense it. And sometimes that's to come from within the team, within the RP to the yeah. team with the skipper to raise, it, raise the bar, raise the intensity, get a little bit more dry, get a little bit more vocal on the pitch. And and pushed themselves a little bit hard and I think at, at some point I think we were possibly looking that we could really hurt these on the break and, and that the game just fizzled out then and yeah, yeah. you know the, possibly the injuries did have a have a, yeah. a, 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 um, a burden on that yeah Steph Michael Owen coming for a bit of Christmas saying you know that uh, Liverpool should have gone for Ra- Rashford was like literally limping around the pitch wasn't he what do you think of that I mean in terms of you know in the old days I'm sure the likes of Graham Sooners would have noticed that and might have done something about it. Is what do you think? Are we are we literally too nice? You know, I don't think so. I mean, would any team have gone for him to like kind of hobble him and get him off? I, I think, think Stanley might have done. <laughs> I think I think if we were Italian, they might have. Eh? Maybe, but I can't. And I think also it's a bit like you know when a team goes down to ten men and then you think, well, of course. The other team should win. If you know that Rashford's hobbling yeah. around, it also perhaps made us a little bit reticent around him because nobody obviously wants to really injure him. No. Um, he barely touched the ball as well. Yeah, the second yeah. half. Yeah. I think United players were, were quite aware of that. They, they weren't giving him no. as much possession, so you don't have that opportunity to. He's got to have the well, ball. Sometimes he? it can help you because you know that he's not he's not going to be a threat. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and his big threat is his pace, isn't he? And, you know, mm. mind you, he can probably limp faster than a couple of players. <laughs> <laughs> after, the game, players yeah. after the game, I, I did think, you know, there's one player you speak now, the, a lot of the quite interesting quotes just get lost because there's so much talk around football and Andy Robertson spoke after the game and he, he said that 
you know, he's quite critical really of, of Liverpool's performance of, of of all, you know, the manager, you know, everybody else talks about United it. Game, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says, you know, that, that we've got to we've got to pay ourselves more respect. And you know, there's two teams there, Bayern Munich. You know, like Bayern Munich had come to Anfield, gave up. You know, some people being generous would say a European performance, but they did show a lot of respect to Liverpool. Yeah. And then United obviously did a similar thing. And he was like, you know, we've got to pay respect to ourselves, our own abilities, and yeah. go and try and punish them for that. It's and a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah, really? it was, yeah. And I did sense that that was, I don't whether it's all been spoken about or whether it was directive or what, but it, it felt like last night to me that, that, the, um, that all the players wanted to prove that point that, you know, that we are actually, you know, mm. we can be an aggressive team, we can. Go after you, and we can absolutely destroy it if, if you know if we if we get everything working together. And you know, it was like a totally opposite performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, um, Mane never played. He's never played centre forward before for Liverpool. But I mean, he absolutely caused havoc, didn't he, in the first 20, 20 odd minutes? I mean, it was like everyone was expecting Origi to start through through the middle, yeah. wasn't he? I mean, he did quite well in the first half, Origi on on the left, but. Yeah. It was Mane who caused the. Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't think Watford were expecting that, were they? Well, the, the, the big difference I thought was certainly this was the last couple of months. I think at the start of the season, Klopp realised he didn't get obviously get that midfielder that he wanted, the attacker midfielder, which meant Firmino dropped a bit, drops a bit deeper in games yeah. and tries yeah. to make things happen. Whereas last night, Mane was right on the front, the the the, the, the two, the two at the back, and they didn't know. Neither of them seemed to want to take control, or try and yeah, take control yeah. of them, and that pushed them back even further and allowed the midfield and to you know to really push on. So it really just pins Wofford back, and hmm. uh, you know I don't profess to know loads about tactics, but that's the way yeah, it sort yeah, of seemed yeah. to me. And he's for me like he's been really really important through this period, man. You know, like when Liverpool haven't been playing that well, they've. Um, he managed to, uh, you Crucial know, he scored. He yeah. scored quite a few goals. I think yeah. he scored in five of the last six games yeah, yeah. when Liverpool haven't been playing well. So his goals have been important. Mm. His form's been pretty good, actually. I thought he was poor at United on Sunday, but he wasn't the only one. Mm. Um, I mean, Salah didn't. Salah didn't get on the score sheet last night, did he? But yeah. I mean, his movements and his, you know, his close control and taking on men. You know, Mane and him seem to be working yeah. fantastic together. When was the last time you seen? Salah play well and Liverpool lose or not win. I can't remember. When no, Salah no. plays well, Liverpool, Liverpool win. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, Mane chips in with his goals. I'm, I'm a massive Mane fan. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I go back to. I hadn't seen much of him in Southampton, to be fair, because uh, I don't really take any interest in the Premiership apart from Liverpool. So um, when I went to the Arsenal game, and I, I went, wow, I'm sitting in the stands, eye up. Um, mm. And it was just, I was breathtaking. I've never been excited about a Liverpool player. Yeah. You know, seeing him first and for the first time, as I was with him, I thought, Oof, this fella's unbelievable. And then it was disappointing when he, his, his form tailed off after the sending off last year, which, you know, and then, you know, one thing and another. And I think it, it really surprised me how poor he was on Saturday, uh, on Sunday against Manchester United because when a game gets like that, you need him. Mm. And but can yeah. you give? Isn't it? I thought he was colourblind. Honestly, yeah. But aren't you giving respect to like United? The fact that they no, stifled no, him. No, no. I don't think no. he did stifle him. I think he stifled himself. Yeah. I think he gave the ball away. I say I thought he was colourblind yeah. on Sunday. He kept on giving the ball. Away. He could. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't pass. Couldn't pass to a Liverpool shirt. Um, didn't seem confident in running with the ball. He's, he's rapid. 
Mm. You know, he's, he's quick. He's physically strong. Mm. I think he. I, st- I still think he's quicker than Salah. Yeah. Um, certainly, running with the ball. Um, but I thought the difference last night was that Salah was really up for the game. Was really prepared to to commit their players. Shows an half half a yard of pace and half a yard of strength, uh, half an ounce of strength more than what he has been doing as of late. And I think the Liverpool players responded to that. And then all of a sudden, because don't forget, arguably last year we had well, we had the Fab Four up into the Fab Three, but they were they were unplayable at times, weren't they? Let's yeah. get state. And then the three of them in on, I know Firmino went off, but. For the three players to play as poorly as what they did on Sunday against a team who doesn't really want to know, it was so disappointing. And so it was such a tonic last night. And I think the fans responded to yeah, that as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could you know you could hear the atmosphere. Mm. They've lifted themselves. Mm. And I think all the players will feed off each other. And then obviously I think that's the sense best game. So yeah, all of a sudden now you've got four or five players who are lifting the game. But I, I was saying at the match um, last night when watching watching the game saying this is like the Bournemouth game because Bournemouth came and had a little bit of a go at Liverpool in the first 20 minutes Watford did the same last night didn't he that plays into Liverpool's hands doesn't it Steph I mean that's the Very style so. you know that's the style that plays into Liverpool's hands you know, whereas parking the bus doesn't you know well I think that's what's always said isn't it that um, when a team maybe that's why we don't get the results we want against some of the um not just the big teams, any team, is because they come and park the bus. And it's when teams do try to play that we can then just do what we want. And generally, kind of, that's when we tend to have our better games. Um, but I think, like as John and Simon have said last night, just from the off, everything, the whole... It was just like they they were really determined to show that, you know, that what had happened on Sunday or the three games before where we'd like, you know, faltered and not won, that um, that we can get back to that. And I think that having um, Mane as the centre forward, like that did surprise everybody, but he was so quick, like with his feet and perhaps, I mean, it's obvious, I don't think Origi would have been able to do that. Yeah. But then he surprised everybody, I th- well... With that head, not he obviously scores headed goals, but that first goal was incredible. Yeah, yeah. That um, you know. Well, you, you yeah, uh, good point. And you described it, John, didn't you? This Pelle-esque. Pelle-esque hung in the, the air. The way he hung Fantastic. in the air. You know? As long as he's had enough credit for that. So obviously, you got to take credit for the ball. Yeah, the ball it was, was amazing. Incredible. He was hanging incredible there for ball. what seemed like. But he, yeah. he's hung there Minutes. for ages, and then he's absolutely bulldozed. And you, you know, we used to do crossing and finishing when we were kids. Did you? And uh, well, Centre and <laughs> we used to call it. Centre and Eden, Centre and Eden, or 60 seconds. You'd beg for the cross like that, but you'd always want to score that header. And um, I don't think I've seen as good a header as it. Kenny's at least for Scotland against Wales. Mm. Must have been the same goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Downfield Rogan. That might have yeah, been yeah. quite similar. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in terms of uh, terms the set up, Simon, in terms of. Do you just think they were just trying to make a point yesterday? You know, the. Yeah, well, I mean, you can always sort of tell, I think, the level of performance sometimes by what the opposition says after the game. And, and after the game, we were standing in the mix zone. Which you were in the press I was in the press, yeah. The mix zone is like where all the players walk through. And yeah, yeah. You and you've got and access try, to try, them, you? Well, 
I wouldn't necessarily say access. Some of them try and blank you and, and, and ignore you most of the time. Tell but us the ones you blank To be fair, Liverpool players are pretty good. Like I, I've got to admit, like they, they, on the whole, they, they do tend to like sort of speak even after defeat. Well, not always after defeat, but but they don't they, get they, beaten they, very often. They're, they're, they're not. Yeah. Other, other clubs, are, uh, other clubs players win, lose or draw won't won't bother at all. But uh, last night, Ben Foster was one of the first. Out of the uh, out of the dressing rooms, and he went yeah. past, and he just his words were. He just said that was not nice. Yeah, yeah. He just said, and yeah, there yeah. was a couple of swear words as well, which are yeah. other people. <laughs> he um, clearly, as a goalie, the, the goalie looked knackered, and I don't think he touched the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just yeah, shows yeah. you that he was having to concentrate and and <clears> like felt like he'd been in a game, even though he hadn't, because he put five past him and barely touched the ball. But so yeah, I thought um, that was a reflection of the way like Liverpool just went at it, really, and mm. and. I'm just repeating what other people have said. I think James Miller in the first in the first couple of minutes went chasing after the goalie, didn't he? And and and, and blocked him, and then the crowd got up yeah, straight away, yeah, and then yeah. saw it was like a sign. This is what it's going to be yeah, like today. Yeah. But do you think they've set the bar now? Do you think that's that well to set the bar for the fans because the fans the fans want to see that. Fans are stupid, yeah. aren't they? And yeah, they know what they're capable of doing. That. Not, it's not always going to be set up perfectly to play like that, but you can play with that intensity. Mm. You can play with that forward passion. You know, we've got to sack this passing line of all the back. It, it doesn't suit us. It's not the Liverpool, it's not the Liverpool way, is it? Mm-hmm. It has been, never will be. It, it's, you just touched on the Bournemouth game before. It's like, I thought that was a good performance, that, you know, really, really good performance. But the problem yeah. is then you've got a 10 day break. So that the good feeling of that performance mm. sort of evaporates a little mm. bit. So I think now Liverpool are in a nice cycle, you know, looking over the next sort of couple of weeks so a month they've got, you know, a couple of weeks where they've got two games, a couple of weeks where they've got one game. Yeah, so yeah. the good feeling if they win on Sunday at Everton, you know, that goes into the next week, you know, so you're not waiting around for the next game and I think that's that's really important, not only for the players' rhythm but for the fans' sort of feeling around the games, you know, like, there's nothing better than when you just yeah, had a good yeah. win, the next yeah. game's coming fast and you can't wait yeah. for that and it's just, you get that momentum and, you know, I was looking before, I think City have got potentially as many as 14 games left to play, we've got potentially as many as 11. Mm. Now, it's about having the right number of games as well, isn't it? You know, you, you don't want to... They, they've got a lot to think about City coming over the net. I think they will reach a point when they think, if they're on for the quadruple, it's like, you know, there will be that moment of realisation. It was like last year when they, they were going to win the title against Man United, you know, never be never to be forgotten moments. Mm. And they were 2-0 up and they messed it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there will come mm. a moment, I think, that that, that, that sort of thing could play mm. on the mind at some point. You don't I, I personally think that they're focusing too much on the Champions League, Man City. Yeah. I think they're trying to sleep, sleepwalk through victories. They did it last night, very fortunate with a penalty. I was at the it was end. never a pen, was it? Never a pen. Never a pen. You never. know, he could have he could easily been booked for diving. But I, I was at the Everton game and they sleptwalked through that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, they're very fortunate to win that game. Yeah, but Everton were on the beach. They, they weren't even <laughs> sleeping. Oh, yeah, they had to go. Yeah. But do you think yeah. with the, of a goal against us, like, yeah. do you think with the intensity we had last night, which did keep going till the very end, oh, like yeah, Salah yeah, yeah. Yeah. was down defending, wasn't he? With like about a minute to go, yeah. can they keep that? Well, I, yeah. It's just what you said that. Like, I was thinking that exactly <clears> the same thing last night. I was thinking these look as though he could play another game now. Yeah, it was incredible. Look, that flesh at the end, they looked as though they could have played. Well, do you think that minutes. could be, you know, being a bit. But when, of, it, when it makes you feel like that, yeah, but be, being a bit of criticism out the, uh, the breaks to Dubai and Spain, isn't it? But maybe, maybe on, on the last on the, on the last straight, you know, they'll have that intensity and they'll have that energy to fulfil it, you know. Well, Klopp was 
you know, being defensible with that, isn't he? Well, sometimes, like he wants you to ask questions about what he's up to, but when you do that, he doesn't want to give the information. <laughs> but then when you when you you know when you ask like sort of the standard journalistic questions, it, it bores him a little bit. I yeah, think yeah. so. You're not taught immediately, and I was a manager just to answer what you answered. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, you're don't not answering the question, question just, yeah. Just say what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's, that's the same that's in politics and everything, yeah. in the music as yeah. music so, business as well. We, you know, we, we we have tried to get the detail. Well, what we're up to, you know, what, yeah. which is so important. The can only be done there and not here. And it, I mean, he, he sort of gave a little bit away and says, you know, that they have been working on the future game. Not not like sort of game. He was work not t- telling players what they're going to be doing in certain games but working on certain things that will happen in games which they can bring into training as it goes along so it's not just like you're playing um, you know I don't know Burnley in a couple of weeks time and then that week you're building up to that game you've already done a bit of prep for that game weeks in advance you know just get them into the rhythm of doing certain things so I found that quite interesting because you know I didn't realise managers yeah. thought that they always say oh it's just the next game but yeah. they obviously are thinking far ahead so it's not just about like fitness or yeah. or uh, you know getting giving players a rest or getting the, the right amount of uh, energy into them it, it, it's about actually you know tactically yeah. and, and doing you know trying to map out what you're doing for the other games yeah. over the course of the season he has gone he, he did go out of his way to try and explain that, explain that but, yeah, but yeah. without without actually explaining did it he, did he mention why he kept faith with Origi because a lot of people got, saw Origi on the team yeah. sheet didn't against Watford and I wouldn't say it was cheered yeah. <laughs> I mean understatement to the sense well, it wasn't cheered but he kept faith with him and he scored a pretty good goal I think he was surprised at winning. Ben Foster was surprised at winning, and the cop was surprised at winning. You know, but well, uh, it might give him that confidence because he was the hero of the last derby, wasn't he? He, you know? he said, he said, sorry, sorry to, to answer this question as well, but he did say that he's trained really, really yeah. well. You know, and I think training is really important to him. Um, I mean, I feel a bit, I don't feel sorry for him, but like you think about Origi before he got that injury against Devon, he was absolutely fine, you know, and he's become a little bit of a, not, not a joke figure, but everybody's a bit like, oh, he's not that good. But if you can get that player back, I know it's a few years, mm. he was actually having big impacts in big games. Yeah, you know, he went yeah, to yeah. Bruce Dortmund and they didn't know what to do with him in that game. Yeah. Now, if you can get that confidence back and a bit of momentum, he could play a role towards the end of the season. He scored, mm. he scored, one goal, which he couldn't admittedly not miss against Everton, yeah. but I thought he made a contribution last night. He offered something a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, it I mean, confused what was yeah, the thing, yeah. didn't it? To, to be honest, though, I'd have to disagree with you there. I, I think he could have missed that because I think he doesn't <laughs> score that unless he follows it in. Yeah. So if he doesn't follow it in, he is missing that. So I think you got to give him a lot of credit. That wasn't as mm. easy as what, th- what it made out to be. He's had to follow it in. He's had to adjust the goal against in the dive match. Yeah, he's had Everton, to adjust yeah. on the ball bouncing off the bar. Then he's had to. Crane his neck back and make yeah. sure he gets it on target. So I yeah. actually thought, being a striker, I thought that was an excellent goal yeah. because he was the only one who followed it in. Poacher. When it would have been dead easy to just stand on the edge of the box. Mm. That's not my problem, it's going over the bar. Mm. But the fact he's gone in might have made uh, the keepers a bit of doubt. Yeah. I, I think it was interesting where he played on last night because... On the left, yeah. Well, now and again, we, we've, we've always thought that when you get a player who's just stuttered a little bit, Give him a new toy. Give him a new toy to play Is with. Is that what you say in the management game? Give him a new toy, yeah. Well, it can give him a new toy. It can give him a, a different focus. So all of a sudden, now he's yeah. not particularly worried about his form and how he's playing. He's more concentrating on, well, I haven't played this position before. I want to yeah. get this right. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, that can work. And that yeah, yeah. can propel you. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. 
The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Looking forward to uh, Everton on Sunday, you think? He's got a chance of starting, Origi, or even if Firmino was fit. I think if Firmino's fit, Firmino will Firmino play. plays, yeah. Um, because I, I think we're used to his style of football. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure whether he might he might um, alter Mane playing up front. I think he, he might be quite enamoured with that now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think all yeah. the fans were. Yeah. Um, and obviously Mane's got a good record against Evan, hasn't he? Mm. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if we play with the same intensity the same philosophy that we played last night now it's different it's going to be a different game Derby away from home yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be an intense occasion yeah. anyway Yeah. Uh, but I'd love us to, to, to play like we did last night Yeah. the midfield of uh, Milner Will Alden and Fabinho that hasn't started I think before that was the midfield against Watford can you see Henderson coming back for the Derby or Shit. can you see him just Starting with the same midfield as he started against Watford. That's the area of the team which has changed throughout the course of the season. The, the number of combinations that he's yeah. tried, it's, it's very rarely been the same. I mean, I, I've, I've reported that every single game, so I didn't want to. I didn't last night because they won five nil. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, trying to second guess because he, he will be analyzing, thinking about what Everton are going to do as well. I mean, Everton changed their team around, didn't he? On, yeah. on obviously had a good result on on um, on Tuesday night. Yeah. Gomez didn't play. Um, and and scored two, Sigurdsson, didn't he? Yeah, so Sigurdsson, you... Sigurdsson or Sigurdsson, whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think it's now you know you know when you've got the, the options he's got, it's never dropping, isn't it? I mean, I'd be surprised if if Milner start starts because he's obviously had a game of fullback against United, but he's been up and down the wing. Yeah, he's obviously put a lot of energy into this game. He's always thinking about energy and making sure that mm. Liverpool got the most amount of energy. So if there's one to drop out, I would say possibly him. Do you think that was the reason he took him off though last night? Well, possibly. Yeah, I forgot mm. about that to be honest. Yeah. So, what time did he? What minute did he come off? Seventy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Henderson, it's Henderson. difficult to second guess what he's going to yeah, do because yeah, he's changed yeah. it in every single game. So, Henderson was pretty upset be, getting brought off at United, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. And but I mean, obviously. I thought, he on last our, night. I thought he was one of our better players though, against United, yeah. to be fair. But, yeah. I, you know, it's the manager's decision. And yeah. I don't mind players being upset when they come off. Um, you know, have I you say, ever had to deal with someone not shaking you your hand as you go going off? I have to do it all a while. <laughs> I, I, mean, I shake all the players' hands coming off, but if they were to knock it away, I'd be, I'd be a little bit upset at the time, but then I'd, I'd know that I'd be in that position as a player. So, yeah. You know, you take it into account. You yeah. take it into yeah. account, and then, and then, if it's gone past Monday and they haven't come and, and spoke to me, then I have to take it into my hands. Then, so for the apology, well, or, <laughs> or just to discuss it, you know. Yeah, 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 know. yeah, yeah. So it's a, you know, the derby match. You know, it's 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 a massive game, isn't it? Because if you look at, you know, they haven't won. Do you remember last time they won a derby? I do. Yeah, I know when they did. Anyone? Anyone else? You've Roy Hodgson is the uh, is the um, best performance is of the, the season. Apparently. Is the hint. Roy Hodgson, after the two 0 defeat in October two thousand ten, said that was our best performance of the season. I think that was the writing on the wall yeah. then. But so Everton haven't won a derby game since then. But significantly, I was looking at all the uh, results. The last eight derbies at Goodison, it's been six draws. You know, um, so. But if we go out with that intensity that we went out with against Watford, do you think he'll do that or do you think he'll do what he did at Old Trafford? See how it goes. I mean, we were all saying Old Trafford at half-time uh, downstairs in the concourse 
we're going to go for it in the second half. Mm. Never happened. But you think against Everton, he'll, he'll treat you, it differently. You've, you've got a really conundrum here because, you know, Derby's at a, at a game that you can't compare to any other game. Liverpool and Everton, Derby's, you can't compare. You can't compare form. So that goes out the window. I know that's a cliche, but it does go out the window. You, you, you can't second guess what's going to happen. There's a big emphasis shift now because because Everton haven't won so many games now. You know, they celebrated last year's draw on Anfield. Yeah, know. yeah. But deep down, it it's still only a draw. Yeah. Whereas a draw now is like winning yeah. the World Cup for Everton because yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. going to off the top of the table. Yeah. Presuming City went on Saturday. Yeah. And so the emphasis now, a draw for an Everton fan on, on Sunday would be exactly the same as a win. And that's it's never been like that. It'd be, be a DVD coming out, wouldn't it? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, one so, night, in, one night, in, one one afternoon in March. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously it's going to be a bear. You know, it's going to be a bear pit on uh, on Sunday, isn't it? You know, uh, and I couldn't believe it when I saw that it's kickoff time, quarter past four on a Sunday afternoon. You know, so you know um, it's going to be an intense atmosphere. But we're not going to give more time for an ebriation. Wijnaldum is saying uh, that he, you know, they'll relish that uh, hostility, you know. Hmm. But you know, just imagine Evertonians, you know, uh, stopping Liverpool doing something. It's you know, it's a dream come true for I, them, isn't I, it? I think the um, there is a difference between the United. The other difference is with United. I think if Liverpool score first against Everton, the crowd will turn at Goodison. So the temptation to go after them straight away is there because you know what's going to happen. Whereas at Old Trafford's, things are a bit, you know, looking a bit up at the moment. And, you know, I think even if Liverpool just scored first against United, they'd still be still being optimistic that, you know, there was a game there to get back into. Whereas if Liverpool score first at Everton, I think the crowd will turn. Do, do, do you so, think that's maybe different? Is Ab Everton got the players to park a bus? Well, there's that as well, yeah. Mm. I, yeah. I they, they, they haven't have. done it once this season, have they? Not to, well, certainly not successfully. I don't think they have, they have got the players to park a bus, but mm. I think they've got players who can hit Liverpool. Yeah, and I think I think you know Everton could a very very capable of surprising Liverpool and scoring a goal, scoring a couple of goals. Um, we, I think we have to play with between now and the end of the season. We have to play with the intensity that we've raised the bar to mm. last night. Mm. Mm. Everton haven't, they haven't won at home, have they? For the last three games, I think they've lost. Goodison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've been on a pretty bad run until they beat uh, Cardiff. Yeah, they have the first but, you know, about six or something. You know, Hackington would beat Cardiff, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they would, wouldn't they? At the, at the moment, Cardiff are like really struggling, mm. aren't they? You know, but it's, it's so it's given them a bit of confidence. Maybe that'll give them a bit of confidence well, to say we can have a go, I, which will suit Liverpool down to the ground. I right? actually went to the game when they, they lost to Tottenham. Um, and it was a, such a weird game. Obviously, yeah. they took the lead 1 0. And they had a goal disallowed to make it 2 0. Yeah, yeah, sure. Probably that, yeah, would yeah. have been a different game. Yeah. But when uh, Tottenham raised the game, raised the stakes, they absolutely obliterated Everton. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether that was because they were in a, a low on confidence or whatever, um, whether they, they mis underestimated uh, Tottenham's potency, there's not a chance they're going to underestimate Liverpool no. on Sunday. Um, I don't think I can't see them any way, shape, or form being as open as what they were against Tottenham. And you know, it was a, it was a great game to watch. Obviously, it's mm. a great game to watch as Liverpool. 
But um, does, does, do you think but, Silver knows how to park the bus? Do you, I don't um, think he does, does I don't think, I, I don't think, I honestly think Everton will go out and try and win the game. Yeah. Um, Which will play into our hands. Should play into our should hands. Should do, yeah. But, listen, we've watched enough derbies over the years. So no forms out the window, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You're always a heartbeat away from being disappointed, aren't you? Yeah. I was. I remember the Casamatsi calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, it's going to be a massive game, isn't it? You know, and I mean, Simon, what how would you, you know as a fan? How would you know? Not as a journalist now. As a fan, how would you like Liverpool to approach it? Would you like to be a bit cautious, maybe, and then hit them in the second half? Or I just don't think that. Or just go for the intensity. I, mean, I, I do think this season, the certainly this stage of the season, I think Klopp. Probably, well, he obviously knows. Like last season, it was a different sort of season because they were obviously put everything into the Champions League. They were they were pretty safe in the cha- in the Champions League qualification and through the Premier League, which allowed them to really just put everything into the Champions League, give all the energy, all the emotion, mm. everything else. And there was a, obviously a tail off in the Premier League games. Whereas this season, you can't do that in every single game. Can't, I, don't, I don't I don't know. Well, not from the, not from New Year, you know, New Year's onwards. Yeah, there has yeah. to be some points where you try and stagger what you're doing to some extent, because they don't have the squad to do it in terms yeah. of the numbers that they've got. But like, they, they couldn't go after every single team the way they did Wofford. The way yeah. they did Wofford. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think the number of games that they've got left now, they probably could. You know, there's ten it's games 10, left. 10 games. I appreciate, I appreciate left. what you're saying, and I don't think you know you compare our squad to Man City. Mm. You compare our bench to Man City, you, it, there's no comparison. No. You know, they, 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 in terms of quality, it's certainly there. And they can afford to have 300 million on a bench and not even play them. There's certain things, certain little sparks, certain little catalysts that can make or change it, or make or break a season, or can certainly change your momentum of a season. I'm, I'm hoping that last night was one of them, that the success we got from playing that way. Now, we'd been in a flat spot for me. We did a flat spot this season. Although I know we we've been, you know, in and around the top all season. The Origi goal at Anfield to, to make to win us the game. We were a different team for the next seven or eight yeah. games. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, we were I agree. a totally different team. Yeah. It was, it was the catalyst, we, wasn't it? Yeah, as if we just got injected with yeah. buckets full of confidence. Yeah, and I, I really, really hope that that was the next injection. It was last night. Last night, yeah. And we can go and take it from there, and then before you know where you are, it'll be two games to go before the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You think it, you know? I mean, obviously it's a massive game, but it, this is going to go to the last game of the season. Well, listen, no matter know. what happens on Sunday, it's not going to be league defined. No, no. In my opinion, it's not. No. You know, and I'm sure in Jurgen Klopp's opinion, that's not. Yeah. Uh, Steph, in terms of you know, who would you who, who would you see the danger men from Everton? Have they got any danger men? Latchford. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's 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 hard, isn't it? To, you know, I mean, it is. I mean, they're, they're not free scoring, are they? You know, no, not at all. And conversely, like you were saying, when the Origi goal gave us that injection of confidence, and we kind of went on that great run, yeah, that really depleted yeah, Everton. They went, they went. Yeah, yeah, and they had like they kind of had, they seemed to have no energy or anything yeah. then yeah. for the next however many games, and they've it burst their bubble. It did, and I <laughs> hope Sunday it gets burst again, but um. You know, they'll obviously be up after playing well um, against Cardiff on Tuesday and Sigurdsson getting those two goals. But although he's got 11, I think most of them have been away from home. Yeah. So there's obviously pressure at Goodison. 
and you know they're on at the manager a bit, aren't they? Yeah. But of, and then Sunday the cushions, will be the cushions haven't come on sort of pitch yet. Not yet. But, but, but then we might on Sunday because <laughs> it's the derby. I mean, Calvin Lewis. Yeah, he scored tonight, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and I would imagine he might play him because of who he is and because mm. it's the derby. He played him against Man City. Yeah. yeah, I think he played him for his energy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't, the, my big fear for, for Sunday is the free kicks. Yeah. Because I still, Stop the set pieces. Well, I, I just think that... And every, obviously Seagulls can score that. Every free kick that goes into our box at the moment, you're out in your mouth. Yeah. Um, I, I don't Because like of it. the high line. But I, I've been... I've been yeah. a staunch anti this high line since the first, yeah, yeah. second game of the season. Um, I think we've got to defend them better because mm. even last night, you know, I know it was second phase, but it led to um, Andre Gray having an unbelievable opportunity. Yeah. And I think we're leaving too much in the lap of the gods of, of linesmen getting it right. Mm. When linesmen are fallible. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, it'd be a shame for us to lose in a crucial game. Mm. On someone's mistake of a linesman or mm. a referee, um, and I, I just think it's blatantly too high. I think it's so. We've got we've got to avoid those free kicks. Well, we've got to stop stop giving know. them away for one. Yeah, but I think we've got to defend them better. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think we have. We're, we're standing there blind. We're not dropping. We're not dropping after the player kicks it. So what we're saying is, if you're not offside, go and score. No. Yeah. We've probably had about seven goals disallowed that have been scored against us. Mm. Because the linesman's correctly flagged them off. Now mm-hmm. you can say that that's good play because it stops at the source, but you're, you're prone to an error of judgment. Yeah. There was there was a situation where Trent Alexander Arms was just a little bit slow coming out. Um, Andy Robinson's been coupled over a couple of times, and it's something that can be rectified quite easily. Mm. And it's I don't I think we're taking too many chances mm. on it. I'm, it cost us against West Ham. Mm. So as long as Everton don't get a free kick. Well, they have got good delivery, Sigurdsson, and, yeah. and yeah, that yeah, tenure, yeah. He's, he's got unbelievable delivery as well. So, mm. a fear for that. And that's that's been one fear. That's the one fear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what about open play? Oh, listen, if Liverpool play, Van Dijk, you know, he's Liverpool play to their capabilities. They are way ahead of Everton in terms of what they can play in open play football. As I said before, we've been to loads of derbies, yeah. and that, that doesn't yeah. count for them. doesn't count, no. They don't have a settled team at all, do they, either? Like, he no. doesn't switch no, it around, like, all the time. He brought mm. Jaggy Elka back in the other night, which yeah. I just think, you know, if, if he's, he's clearly on his way out, isn't he? You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite an interesting decision, that, you know, considering mm. that's an area of the team that they, they invested heavily in. You'd be worried if he got into a one-on-one situation, a foot race with uh, Jaggy Elka and a man, wouldn't you? Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I, 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 I couch, if, if Liverpool perform, it's it's a bit of a pointless saying in yeah. many ways. But if Liverpool do perform, they, they win the game. Yeah, Well, Simon, it is a must-win, though, isn't well, it? Yeah. it? You know, it is a must-win. Football's not played on paper. Yeah. But on paper, we are better than every team we're going to play this season. Yeah. We are. Yeah. And. The big fear we've got is, is not the opposition, it's ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's true. If, if, if you look at like what the fixtures that they've got, Wofford's, you know, supposedly the best of the rest Yeah. last night and they, they, blew, got, them they, they blew them away. And I think eight of the last ten games 
against teams who are in the well, the bottom fourteen, if you like, yeah, if that yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other two teams have got to play Tottenham mm. and, and Chelsea. Who are sort of. Would you say this is a must-win Sunday then? I think. Well, I think every game. Yeah, is, yeah, I don't think yeah. I, Equally, if they don't win, I don't think it. I think City will drop points at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah, I think yeah. they will because right. um, they've got they've got a. I think they've got a tougher run than us. Um, Particularly when the games fall as well, you know they've yeah. got a couple of tough opponents right at the end of the season. You know they've obviously got um, they've got they've got Tottenham, Ampty, and obviously Leicester. They're, who else have they got? They've obviously got the Manchester Derby. Yeah, Manchester Derby. So and they're they, all they might send Salford off for that, don't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, they're, they're in. A, I was having a few conversations this week, obviously last week with Man United fans, and you know that they, they were all like sort of cheering for City last week, but then it's now suddenly dawned on them that. Quadru- you know, the, the, yeah. the, if they win the quadruple, it just yeah. destroys them for the next yeah, God, yeah. well forever, yeah. doesn't it? Clips so it might be yeah. Clips yeah. is there actually, yeah. yeah, it might be fifty-fifty in the crowd yeah. then, yeah, might exactly. you, know, you know. So it's, it's it's interesting, you know, yeah. on a lot of different levels. Yeah. I think social levels, anyway. Well, it's you know, it's Sunday's an absolutely massive game. You know, it's um, you know, it's one of those you know, every every game now, the next ten games, they're all massive, of course, but because it's the derby and because the intensity of the derby and because. Everton wouldn't, you know, Evertonians would be overjoyed if they can stop Liverpool winning that game. You know, it's going to be a, a massive game. Um, Brendan Rodgers is back in the uh, the Premier League. And I thought, you've got a little story about Brendan, haven't you? Uh, no, I just, I quite like Brendan. I think um, I like the way he played football. Yeah. Um, we've played a couple of friendlies against him and he's always been, um, you know, mm. quite hospitable. Uh, and he gave me a text after the Sunderland game congratulating how well we played, so... You've beaten, was it 2 0? You were 2 0 up against Sunderland, yeah. yeah. And then you blew yeah. it. Well, we do 2 2. You blew it, you yeah. know, against the big club. Yeah. Um, but, you know. I, no, but he, he sent you the text after that saying, yeah, saying you know, well he, done. He, yeah, liked, yeah. he liked the football that we played. Yeah, he enjoyed watching the game, yeah, which is good. Player, but, yeah. you know, I, I look at, I look at, I've been watching Liverpool since I was about six. And I, um, the certain, certain managers' teams have excited me. And, uh, you know, I, I know we were disappointed the second season, you know, after we getting so close to winning the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People then, you know, thought that, you know, we'd fought to get back into the Champions League and then more or less threw that away. But that, that season when we should have won the league, I don't think any Liverpool fan could complain of the, the level of football that no. we played was breathtaking. I know we had the players, but he's got to, he's got to coach them to play the way, the way What do you think did. of that attitude then? Well, it was Suarez, wasn't it? And anyone could nearly won well, the league with Suarez. Well, I, I get that, but, you know... Anyone could nearly win the league with Eden Hazard because Eden Hazard is yeah. an unbelievable player. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I just I imagine him playing for Liverpool, and you know, it makes you makes you melt water. Yeah. So, you know, you, one player can't do it on their own. Yeah. I think um, I think we had a, a good blend, um, mm. but you've got to coax them. You got to you got to get them to play. And what really really appealed to me that season was how how many times we absolutely obliterated teams in the first twenty minutes. And I love. I used to love, yeah, love watching yeah. Liverpool. You know, Are you surprised he's gone to Celtic at this time? No, not at all. No. you know, I think I think the Premiership is the holy grail. I think every manager wants to, even the top manager in the world has, mm. has come. You know, do you want to do you want to manage in the top league? And it mm. is the top league. It's yeah. it's a country man now. The top league as well. Mm. Um, and you know, you see how how many you know they, they might not always win the win the um, the Champions League, but you see how many threaten. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know but the Celtic fans are upset that it was the treble treble was on whatever yeah. that is yeah but you know <laughs> the, the immortality of that as we were speaking about before it, yeah. it, well, it's a big thing and don't forget they, 
they're a massive club, Celtic, and, yeah. and them fans are you know pay the money. They, yeah, yeah. They, they they're as loyal as what we yeah, are to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think very common ground with the Liverpool fans and the Celtic fans, and they will yeah. feel disappointed. But I think if the hands on heart, think about the person's ambition and and think about mm. what would they do in this situation. I think they have to take that a little bit, yeah. a little bit of, of their um, of the, of the, the passion out yeah. of it. Steph, I were you a big fan of Brendan Rodgers? Uh, Brendan, um, no, no, I wasn't. <laughs> um, but obviously, you can't deny what he did that season. Yeah. Um, I didn't like him because I always felt it was about him rather than about the team. But um, and the documentary. Do you think that was down to him? The documentary. I don't think Alex Ferguson would have allowed it. But oh. you, you knew coming into a club, you know, Alex Ferguson might have allowed it when he was. Under pressure. Okay, fair seasons. enough. When you you have to earn the right to say you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Yeah. And if you're, you know, it was his first first big club, wasn't it? Of course. So I, I get I, I that. Think but I, I would blame the powers that be rather than, you know, I'm not saying he's a saint by no, any means, yeah. but I think that documentary, I think the powers that be have got to be culpable for that, not the manager. Mm. Fair enough. I mean, I thought he liked it a little bit too. Possibly much, he did. Mm. Possibly he did. Um, and I think he liked that. He obviously loved being at Liverpool. Who wouldn't? Uh, well, uh, exactly, who wouldn't? But I do think Leicester's a good fit for him because yeah. they've got like a mixed squad, haven't they? Of like kind of older and younger players, and the club seems quite like they want to kind of advance yeah, and they'll I give mean, him it's, time. It's, fun, it's funny though how your first impressions can you can be left on someone. And I go back to what I was saying about the reason why I liked him. I, I was automatically going to like him because I went to Gary Ablett's funeral. Now the, the LMA, we got a blanket invite, so everyone got invited to it. There wasn't many managers who came, and he's come all the way from Swansea to go to the funeral. Mm. So that's why yeah, I instantly yeah, had yeah, an affinity yeah, to yeah, him, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, Simon, you, think, you wrote an article about something, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how did that go down with the Celtic fans? Was it? Well, they, you, they, I mean, they, in the title, obviously you never did the title because the journalists don't do the titles, but yeah. I think the title was like, uh, you know, is he a fraud? Yeah, well, it, it was, you know, everybody. It's the, it's the word, you know, the modern word, isn't it now? Everybody, yeah. it's a social media phenomenon, really. You know, if it tends to be if a manager fails or if a, if it, if a manager fails, he's a fraud. If a club, dro- you know, drops the baton, the bottlers. That's just the way they, you know, modern fans seem to Black talk about people yeah. now, and it's it's just not fair. Basically, yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. don't think it's fair. I mean, with Brendan Rodgers, I, I think you, it's almost two discussions: the person and the manager. Almost people tend not to quite like him because of various things you know the way he's presented himself sometimes I think you know in mm. terms of as Steph says you know sort of the overconfidence but then I think you've got to back yourself one way or another haven't you I, I sometimes think that uh, this is, sounds like a terrible thing to say as a journalist but if he didn't do press conferences uh, people would really like him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he, he almost does too much to impress I think yeah, sometimes yeah. he says too much to impress do you see that and 2003 sorry go on but, but to go back in terms of the coach and the manager every you know player I remember when he came in in 2012 uh, I interviewed Jamie Carragher a couple of weeks in and you know just talking privately and you know Carragher was just like wow it's like by sort of the coaching ability that he yeah, has, yeah. he's doing stuff that yeah. I've, I've never seen before. You know, players enjoying it, they, they love it. Did I just think his, maybe his interpersonal skills as the job wore him down mm. ended up counting against them a little bit. Mm. Was and he was an inexperienced was manager, really, yeah. taking charge of Liverpool at a, at, a, at a difficult time, really. I mean, I yeah. I think t- that season, 
people have got short memories. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a throughout the course of that season. season money. Throughout the course of that season, he did a lot of things to advance the team. That season, you know, game game on game, he, he showed a lot of flexibility. I mm. thought in his in the sort of the, the approach to games, there was different thought. He, he sort of. Liverpool became an counter-attacking team. They weren't the possession team that he, he promised and fair play to him for acknowledging mm. that was the players that he had. Um, what about when, after that great season, like the next season, and the players he brought in, he didn't buy very well, yeah, did well, he? Th- th- this is the strange thing with Brendan. I, I think that he tends to do better with other managers' players. He seems to get more out of... The, his, his, his transfer record, even at Celtic, hasn't been great. No, no. Um, but so it's very difficult to have a good transfer um, record at Liverpool. I, I mm. think probably out of the last ten managers Liverpool have had, um, or not probably not ten managers, last six or seven managers, Klopp's probably been the yeah. most successful yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at his recruitment. He hasn't signed many duds, hasn't he? Really well, he hasn't. Yeah. But you know, I mean, Rafa Benitez is revered as a Liverpool, you know, for winning us the Champions League. His strike rate of signs, he made 93 signings for Liverpool. Now, can you tell me he had a 10% strike rate of good players? Mm. I'd struggle to take to, to yeah, but he brought, that. He brought, in the likes, he brought in the likes of Rainer and, and uh, Alonso, didn't he? Well, and, well, he had to buy you know, what his, he was allowed. Torres, yeah. What I was going to yeah. say... No, he, was allowed to, he was allowed to sign 93 players. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes <laughs> it's, diffi- it's difficult to get them all right. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes you go... The big thing sure. for me is the big thing for me is the Suarez money. We we didn't learn from Tottenham's mistake with Gareth Bale. You sell the crown jewels and you try and buy you try and buy a load Too of many. inferior jewels. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Put a load of them out. We had to. Mm. We signed seven or eight players when we should have signed two or three. Well, th- th- this is what I was I was just going to develop on. You know, obviously uh, that summer was a, was was a, a disastrous summer. Although Klopp has actually got you know got. M- Quite a, a decent, decent levels out there. I suppose Lovren or Lallana or some of these players, but obviously everybody was saying, well, it was his who signings really. That was the confusion around Liverpool. I had some sympathy with the way the club operated at that time. Mm. And as but it, there's, as, still, there's still that uncertainty now, there, wasn't he? There is, there is a little bit. But as 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 you said before, John, I think that as a young manager, you'd only earn the right to make big decisions as you yeah, go along. Yeah. And, yeah. The big decisions needed to happen, yeah. and success, been, success helps you with that. They, as well, they, they've it? been led, more, they've been more happy to be led by Klopp mm. because yeah. he's a bigger, more yeah, experienced manager, he's a bigger yeah, yeah. personality. Do you, do you see? Do you see any um, correlation between 2013, 14, and this season, or do you think Klopp? It's it's a different attitude. Well, well do, do you know? Do, sorry to, just to interrupt there. You know, we go about Klopp, and I, you know, the, I know there's a transfer uh, committee, but. The, I thought the Suarez money was wasted. The the Coutinho money has got us Allison and Manzai. Yeah, yeah, it's a good yeah. shot. And that is a massive, massive yeah, yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, it's a good yeah. shot. I mean, yeah. I, I think you look at like sort of that season as well, that that 2013-14 season. Again, your memory plays with you actually what happened. But if you actually look what happened in that season, Liverpool had had a, a decent season, but they were still six points off the top at the start of February and then they beat Arsenal went on an 11 match winning run bang 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 and got themselves into that position now Liverpool got fewer number of games to play than they did then mm. and this is a better team albeit the yeah. playing against you know Man City who, who you would say a better team. Uh, arguably a better team mm. so 
you know, it's been proven that you can win yeah, 10 yeah. games on the bounce. That's yeah. the one thing. You know, you, yeah, you can yeah. go and do it. Um, and what impressed me when we won them 10 games on the bounce. I mean, we played Arsenal on that spell and we were 3 0 up after yeah. about 11 minutes. Yeah. You know, and I know that this Liverpool team can do can that. Can do that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But honestly, yeah. We, I've watched them a lot this season and it's like watching Jekyll and Hyde. Mm. You, and you don't know what you're going to get at any given stage. And when you get the when you get the proper the real deal, yeah, they will beat anybody. Yeah. Well, you let's know? let's hope on Sunday we get the real deal. <laughs> um, you've been listening to Ali LaRouge. Uh, thank you to Simon, Steph, and John. I mean, we could talk all night, couldn't we? We could talk all night, and you know, but we, you know, uh, we've got to bring it to uh, some conclusion. Um, Simon, is it true that he was called David Brent? Or is that, I mean, I don't want you to say yes or no, but that's the rumours everyone I, heard. I know. don't know whether that was true or not. Quite true. Yeah. It's, not it's, to his face, I anyway. Not to his face. What about Klopp? I mean, I, Klopp, I've, Klopp got to be, I've got to be honest, <laughs> I don't, as far as I'm aware, the only, the only person who, there's only one player that I knew that watched The Office. And he's he's retired by then. Oh right. So okay. I don't know whether you know the the players are being engaged by by the office. But yeah, I, d- I don't think that was yeah. that was true. Well, let's hope uh, at the end of the season, Klopp's got a nickname, you know, <laughs> uh, because you know it's been uh, as he says, enjoy it. You know, we don't know what's going to come, we don't know what's going to happen, but enjoy it. The fact that we've got sixty nine oh, points, embrace it, just embrace it. You've been listening to Ali Rouge. Thanks very much. Uh, let's have some feedback on social media and to all our listeners all around the world let's hope we have a massive derby win thank you you've been listening to the blood red podcast from the liverpool echo